Welcome to another episode of Content is Profit. And we're back from Funnel Hacking Live, where two of our previous guests were actually speakers at the event. One of them, Tyson Durfee, Rodeo Champ. You guys know how it is. We actually rerun his show last time. And the one and only Josh Forty, which you guessed right, we are about to run his last episode once again, where he talked about shaping the lens with which you see the world, radical honesty, your only way forward, and asking with actions. So I hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you on the next one, where we're going to be recapping all of the best lessons from Funnel Hacking Life. See ya. We've got hey, some I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. So how do businesses and creators like us who did not cheat with hacks and tactics and don't want to be stuck in the content wheel of death? How do we build a modern media team and profit from our content? In this creator's economy, pre-filled templates and content calendars have become the solution for those that are not willing to put in the work and build a real business. Those that get rewarded are the ones that create and control their process. Content can be either a distraction or your biggest lever. Here, you learn to develop the systems to create consistently, build trust with your audience, and get the attention of those that are willing to give you money. Go to contentsprofit.com to get started today and join the community. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Today, we have a guest that is coming for the second time. And we're going to be talking all about thinking different, the winner's mindset, and something that my brother just coined, money relationships. We'll see what that is all about. Let's go. Before that, though... Fancy. Do we have a sponsor Indeed today? We do. Thank you for asking, good sir. You're and welcome. Today's sponsor is your own, the Biz Bros. Yes, we sponsor our own podcast with Content Momentum. If you are looking to multi-purpose your podcast or long-form video content and turn it into profit, baby, make sure to go to Instagram or Facebook at Biz Bros Co. and slide into the DMs. That's right, guys. Make sure you follow the show because every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, incredible value is being dropped here for you to take action and create that momentum in your business and follow us on social media at bizbrosco. That is right. And if today's guests help you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with somebody else because you might be doing the exact same thing for them. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you. After 150 episodes or more than 150 episodes, today's guest is making his second appearance in the Contents Profit podcast. He's not only a role model for many, but he is an incredible high-achieving entrepreneur we're lucky to call our friend. That is right. Fun fact, he was actually one of the first clients for Content Momentum, which helped with the development of the service. He's the host of the Think Different Theory, which has over 300 episodes and has helped thousands find their truth, develop their thinking, and stand by their beliefs. He has been featured in Forbes, The Today Show, Entrepreneur Magazine, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, and Jisoo TV. Pretty much anywhere big-time entrepreneurs get featured. He's also generated over $3 million in <laughs> revenue for clients and students. If you are ready to live your own destiny and fall in love with life, this is the episode for you. Generated. That was a tough word right there. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Guys, please welcome host of the Think Different Theory, the most thought-provoking guest of all, and 
Content is Profit Hall of Famer, Josh Forty. You, you guys, you guys are something else, man. I tell you what. Okay, you got to remind me next time that when I come on this show, my ego is going to go through the roof. I feel like I'm a superstar. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is because you are a superstar, Josh. Oh my gosh. I don't know about all that, but that's awesome. Guys, thank you for the warm welcome. Also, I literally picked up my iPad just so I could feel cool because you guys have all this cool stuff. You guys got computers and soundboards and I'm like, I got, I, got my <laughs> iPad. I got my iPad. I'm good to go. <laughs> you are, Josh, you want to know the secret of why this is on screen? Is because why? right in front of our table, there's a couch. <laughs> and the TV cannot move past that couch. So if we could have the, you know, the, the screen a little bit closer to us, that would be it. But you know, this is a little bit of, you know, this the setup. It looks it looks cool. It, we have the stickers and stuff like that. But you we know just throwing this out there, we need a thing different theory stickers so we can put in here, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we also need, we need Think Different Theory swag and we need Think Different Theory hoodies and we need Think Different Theory low, like we need it all. Absolutely. But you know what, you know, for some people, they focus on all that. And then there's the, those of us that actually like do work. And yes. then so like we actually focus on content and, and thinking and all of that. So mm. it's coming. I promise we're getting there. Hey, that's fine. If that is the reason why we're waiting, we are 100%, you know, okay with that. Because yeah. I personally prefer, you know, the thought-provoking episodes and conversations and Instagram stories, all this thing. And Josh, you know, if people want to know more about you, about all your past, they can go to episode 33. That's the first time we had Josh on the show. But there's so many things that have happened in this is it's been almost so a year almost a year or even so more crazy. than a year since the last time you came over so wait like did the world us? shut down and we have a whole entire rigged election and we had an entire fallout of the whole world like did that happen or not it, it, it was insane. Maybe. So I was yep. actually listening to our episode, by the way, episode okay, cool. 33, episode 33, for those that want to go back oh, wow. and, and check it, the, the incredible story. Right. And, but yeah, I was thinking, wow, so much, so much. And you know, you know, our story, we come from Venezuela. There's mm. a lot of things that happen there. And, oh, so many. but I love how you tackle that. Right. And, and we can go into, into how you, well, you were in some some sense reborn right reborn <laughs> no, for sure into into this incredible thought-provoking machine right and uh so i don't know Fancy, if you want to start the conversation there uh but yeah i mean ju just give us a, a, a quick breakdown of what has happened in this last year for you oh man well let's see well so uh, in the last year wh what day was it do you actually know the date that we met last was it like or the month uh, i'm trying to think I mean, it, it was probably Mar April, April. It, yeah. Okay. So it was the start of everything. All right. Yeah. So got, so let's see it, last year recap. So shortly before I came on your guys' show last, I'd hired a mindset coach, uh, that I hired her in, in February of 2020, mm. um, pay her 5,000 bucks a month. And basically that completely revolutionized my whole life. And I now am a massive believer in coaches. I read a lot, but, uh, really over the course of the past year, we went and kind of did it backwards of what everybody else would tell you to do in the world of how to go and be successful. Right. Mm. So like in this influencer world, and I apologize, I'm a little bit stuffy. I actually am a little sick right now. I'm getting over a little bit of a sickness. You're good. Cool. The, the, the voice. I don't think sounds... it's COVID. I've already had it, but maybe it's the round two <laughs> variant. Who knows? Who I'm knows? quarantined my office. I never leave anyway. So it's not like I'm going to get anybody sick. But anyway, um, so, so everybody in this influencer world 
tells you that that the key to being successful is to hustle and to hustle and to hustle and to sell more courses and be one step ahead of everybody else and just throw something out there at the wall and see what sticks and mm. learn as you go and all this. And like, honestly, that just didn't serve mm. me mm. at all. Mm. Like it just didn't work. Right. And I kind of like woke up one day and I was like, honestly, I'm, I'm way smarter than this. Right. I'm way smarter than thinking that I have to do what everybody else tells me I have to do or, or everything else. And so I kind of have this firm belief um, uh, of two things. Number one, I, from, from an ethical perspective, I, I strongly, strongly believe that before you go and teach something, you better go do it. Yes. Right. And I don't mean like one step ahead, go do it. I mean, actually go do it and get good at it. Right. And so I look back on my life, the area of, of uh, in which is I've been most successful Instagram, for example, right. Blowing up Instagram before I ever sold a course on Instagram or how to go grow to Instagram, I had grown 3 million plus followers. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, had done it right yeah. before I had ever taught someone how to launch a podcast at a podcast, you know, think different theory now has over a million downloads on it. Yes. Okay. So like I had a podcast before I actually started teaching it right. Um, in the marketing world, I actually did marketing and I actually knew how to do challenges before I went and taught someone how to do it. And so when it came to personal development, which is something that, you know, the, the mind has always really fascinated me. Mm. Um, I believe that the entire world, your whole world is made up of your perception of it, right? And that all comes through your mind. I was reading a book. Have you ever read the book, The Power of Now? I'm actually reading it right now. I'm Bro. in like the first like 20 pages. Okay, okay. I'm not going to ruin it for you. It's the best book ever. <laughs> they will tell you there's something in this book that literally changed my perspective of life forever. Wow. Like it literally blew my mind, okay? So up until this point, we've all heard mindset's the answer, right? Mindset's the answer, mindset's the answer. I'm a big mindset nerd, right? Mindset was the thing that kind of pulled me out of my despair uh, when I had my you know, initial kind of crash. It's the thing that helped me through you know, losing my brother, like mindset. Yeah. And I was like, if I just master my mind, like that's awesome, right? Well, in this book, I'm going through, I'm reading this book, recommended by my coach, Katie. Don't agree with everything in the book, right? But it's a great book. Yeah. And I get to, I don't know, I remember what chapter it was, but I remember I probably read this chapter like seven times. I'm not even kidding, okay? And it talks about how we are not our minds. Mm. And I'm like, hold up, right? <laughs> like, what the frick? That's so wild to me, right? I thought like everything was my mind. I am my mind. I am my mindset. I am how I see the world, right? That's yeah. not true. Our mind is simply a lens upon which we view the world. It is a tool. We are separate from our minds. We are really kind of behind our minds. And the only way that we see, feel, touch, interact, and interpret the world around us is through our mind. So our mind yeah. is like this, this thing that allows us to function in the physical reality, right? Yeah. And this was such a mind-blowing thing for me because all of a sudden I realized that my mind could be shaped. Yes. And my mind could be changed. And my like everything about the world around me could shift if I shifted my mind. Like imagine your mind as like a lens, right? Mm -hmm. If I have a pair of sunglasses, have you ever gone to the movie, you've got like those 3D glasses on, right? Yeah. Yep. Imagine you go to the movies, you got 3D glasses on, then you take those off, you put on a pair of sunglasses that with red lenses. Then you take those off and it's with clear lenses. Then you take those off with this blue lenses. Like you're gonna see the world differently, right? Yeah, some of them absolutely. are zoom lenses, some of them are up close. You can have all these different lenses. That's your mind. But most people go and they let their mind be formed by everything around them, not understanding that simply if they change their mind, they literally change the lens. They themselves do not change, mm. 
but the world around them, how they perceive and view the world does, right? And like, that was a crazy, mind-blowing, literally, ha, huh, mind-blowing experience. Yeah. Mind-shaping, like, kaboom. Right, it was, it was life-changing because all of a sudden it was like, all the, I would look through my mind and I'd be like, what are the answers? And my coach would come and she'd be like, Josh, you have the answers. Yeah. Just turn your mind off and go get them. And I'm mm. like, what do you mean go turn my mind off and go get answers? <laughs> I need my mind to go get the answers. She's like, no, you need your mind to figure out what you need to do and interpret the world and see the resources around you. But the answer is that knowing that deep down inside of who you are, what you want to do, what you want to do, like how you're going to go change the world, that's already there. Like yeah. it's already inside your soul. It's already inside who you actually are. Yeah. And I was like, and so as I looked around the world, well, today, back a year ago, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, so everybody seems to be doing everything wrong. Everybody seems to be failing in ways that seem to be very avoidable, right? Yeah. People seem to be making mistakes that seem to be avoidable. What if I just did everything backwards? What if I did everything different than what everybody else was saying to do? So rather than selling a course, I shut down all my courses, right? Rather than selling low ticket or doing high in, you know, interaction clients, I went for the highest level ones, landed six-figure clientele. Rather than being everywhere and trying to sell people with content, I literally shut all of it down and I just went and documented the journey on my podcast. Rather than, not, rather than staying away from anything controversial, I went full-out controversial mode mm. with the podcast and in, in politics during the election cycle, right? Yeah. Like yeah. everything backwards from what everybody else told me to do is simply by listening to what I thought was most in alignment with who I truly, truly was. And then yeah. my entire purpose in doing that was I just wanted to see what would happen. And so many people were confused. They're like, Josh, yeah. you're an entrepreneur. Why yeah. are you talking about Trump? Why are you talking about politics? Yeah. Are you going to be going to politics? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But right now, my goal is not to go be the biggest podcaster or make the most amount of money. My goal over the course of the past 12 months has been how do I how do I understand my mind and how do I figure out how it works? Yeah. Right? How do I turn it off? How do I shift it? How do I master it? How do I control it? Yeah. Can I like would this work? Would this work? And I just went and tried things, right? Yeah. And I would literally set a goal and I would figure out how to train my mind to adapt my entire surroundings to yeah. go and achieve that goal. And then I would set a completely different goal that seemed totally opposite just to see if my mind could go do it. Yeah. Hmm. So by the way, Josh, thank you. Like, this is so refreshing to hear, right? Like, because there, there's the message, right? Like, you see, like, this avalanche of things that are said in the marketplace, especially in this online world. So, and, and we were witness, right? Like, we, we worked with you for a long period of time. And when you shifted, it was so awesome to be a witness of that, right? So, I'm curious on, on what was the result. But before we go there, right? Uh, I was literally on a phone call, like two minutes, like two minutes before our show, and we we're talking about this, about the what if, right? And we we treat our show with the what if, right? What if if we publish that? What if we go there? What if we do this inch crazy intro? What if we stream through Amazon Live? Like what if, right? And and just giving us the permission to to play with different things on in our case publishing, right? The way that we publish and the way that we produce content, it gave us so much freedom to be able to develop a system on the back end as well to and and to to do that, right? Yep. By not Yep. following anybody else's rules right so for us he's very specific on that sense but how do you get to that spot where you're comfortable saying what if i do this with x right because for, for us it took years to get to that comfortable spot right it, it was it's not easy it was to like man yeah. okay the for us the moment was like we lost everything right and it's like crap and we we kind of touched on this you know, on the last episode, 
but it was a very challenging moment in our life where it was like, we actually don't give a crap of what happens. We just want to try it and see what, what happens. And then seeing life with those new lenses that you mentioned, yep. right? And uh, a result later is being an incredible platform that allows to build like the most amazing relationships ever, uh, trans completely transform our business. Like the result is is there. Now for you, how or, or how do how do people that are in this situation, how do they transition to that what if mindset and are comfortable executing? Yeah, I mean, that's a really, really great question. And honestly, I think the what is going to cause or allow everybody to do that is going to look slightly different. Yeah. But I think the underlying principles are the same, right? At some point, you have to have the confidence to do something different. Okay. And and what I mean by that is when whenever someone is um, asking themselves the question, what do I have to do to get to this place? Okay. Mm. I want to flip the question and I want to say, what is preventing you from getting to that place? Not what do I have to do? Right. So there's this thing that, and I, man, this is a huge topic, but like, there's this thing that I, I'm really, really big into right now. I really, really believe it strongly. It has showed up in so many areas of my life, but this concept of alignment. Okay. Yeah. And what's interesting is the way I like to think of alignment is I like to think of alignment as an, as an effortlessly flowing river. Okay. So think of a river and it is just a this raging river and it's going. And like, if you were to get on that river, it would carry you downstream completely effortlessly effortlessly <laughs> the hardest word to say in it right effortlessly <laughs> right it would be effortless right yeah and so when it comes to your life that is how life i don't want to say should be because should is a, a word that's like yeah I, i don't know like everybody's life is different but i believe that that is how life operates yeah. right i believe life was designed that if you are truly in touch with who you really are you are fully living in the way that you feel called to live you're on your mission in life you, you have your life purpose right that that Things in life should come relatively effortlessly, not that you don't have to put in massive amounts of work, but that that work, like it just fulfills you. It makes you excited, yeah. right? Yeah. And so when you are going and you're starting to ask yourself these questions of, hey, how do I become okay with the what it? How do I become mm -hmm. okay with just trying certain things? There is something that is blocking you that is causing resistance in your life from you getting to go and do that. Because I bet you most people, and I bet you guys were this way, I know it was for me, We want, we had the desire to want to be okay with the what if. We had yep. the desire to want to go and try new things regardless yeah. of what other people think, right? Yeah. But why didn't we do it? Even though the desire was there, when we started in that direction, there was something that was holding us back, that was pulling us back. There was some story in there, right? And so oftentimes, and if you study your brain and your mind and how your subconscious works, your brain is programmed, this is scientifically proven, right? to try to reinforce your current beliefs and what your current path is in life. Yeah. So your brain is designed, cognitive bias, whatever you want to call it, right? To where it's like, if I think this is normal, if I think this is what is supposed to happen through subconscious conditioning, I'm going to find all the ways to reinforce this. And those beliefs become stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger over time. So the longer that time goes on, the harder it is to make that shift. Ty Lopez talks about this. He says, yeah. uh, I, I try to target people between the ages of 18 and 28 years old. Why? Because any anything after 25 to 28 years old, anything after that is incredibly, incredibly hard for people to make a change because they're already too set in their ways, mm. right? 
And it's because that's how your brain works, right? And so if you want to go and start changing these things, really what you have to do is you have to develop a confidence that says, I'm okay with people looking at me weird. I am okay with the unknown. I am okay with trying something and understanding that I'm not going to get the result that I think I'm going to get because I have no idea the result I'm going to get. And you have to be okay with, and quite possibly this might be the biggest one, understanding that you may, your current brain is going to tell you that if you do this over here, that you're going to start to become behind Mm. in life, Mm. that you're not going to make enough money, that you're, you could have gone this direction and gone faster or done more. When in reality, there's no such thing as behind in life. There's simply where you're currently at. And I have watched my life and, and I mean, I mean, you guys know my relationship with Russell Brunson, okay? I'm going to use this as a perfect example. Yeah. I don't think people realize this. One and a half years ago, one and a half years ago was the first time that Russell Brunson and I ever interacted on a personal level and when he shared his Instagram story. I had almost no relationship with Russell a year and a half ago. We knew where each other was or who each other were, but that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. A year and a half later, I've had him on my podcast, what, three, four times, been to his house, however many. I want to bet with him at... Uh, the Jake Paul fight. <laughs> I watched it at ClickFunnels, right? Yeah. He had me out to his fat event. I get to hang out. Like, that is a relationship that some people would think would take a decade to develop. Yep. Happened like that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Guess what? Didn't get him through funnels. Didn't get him through marketing. Didn't get him through ClickFunnels. Didn't do any of the way that anybody else told me that I was going to do it. My brain, and I remember telling Katie this, is, hey, if I go become political, if I go become controversial, if I become outspoken... I'm going to give up my opportunity to become friends with Russell Brunson because Mm. it is not funnels. It's not marketing. It's not whatever, right? Yeah. A year and a half later, I did all of those things and I'm super, super good friends with him. So all of a sudden, something that seemingly would take you a decade can happen in a fraction of the time when you're willing to do something different. But when you start, you do not see that. You don't understand how that's possible. You don't understand how those things can, can actually fit in because you're out of alignment, right? And so what, you know, the question of how do we actually go through and start this process? I think the very first thing that you have to ask yourself, the very, very first thing that you have to do is you must be radically, radically honest with yourself. You have to be a hundred percent honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself about who you are, where you're at, what you're doing, what you're not doing, where you want to go, who you're being, how you're treating people, your goals in life. And you have to be willing to, and I did this and I cried and I looked in the mirror with, Tears running down my face, right? And I wrestled with this for months, but I looked myself in that mirror and I was stupidly honest with where I was at. Not only in my business, but in my relationships, in my personal life, in my finances. And I was like, this is me. And this is who I am right now. And these are my struggles and these are my weaknesses. And this is what I'm good at. And this is what I'm bad at. And this is it. Like, this is it. Okay. And once I became so honest with myself and I became so certain of that, then all of the noise of everybody else just went silent because Mm. now nobody could tell me otherwise. Somebody couldn't tell me, oh, Josh, guess what? You don't make that much money. Guess what? I know. I already told myself that. Right. And this is, you know, a year and a half ago. Right. Hey, Josh, you don't have a congruent brand. Hey, I know. Right. You can't. It doesn't matter. You're not telling me any new information. Right. And since I've already been honest with that about myself, it's like I've accepted that. I know that's where I am and I've made a plan moving forward. So anything that you say about me, positive or negatively, and by the way, it works positively too. Someone, Josh, you're amazing because you've grown 5 million followers on Instagram. Okay. I know I've grown 5 million followers, but I'm not going to get big head about it. Glad you think it's positive, but that's just me. Right. 
And when you become super, super honest with that, all of a sudden you start to look at what led you up to that point in life. And you start to realize, oh, a lot of the stuff that happened here wasn't actually by chance. It was because of my actions. It was because of my inaction. It was because of the things that I'm not doing, right? And all of a sudden start, things start to come, become really, really clear. And I think that that gives you the ability to then have the confidence or start to have the confidence to try new things yeah. because you're like, I already know who I am and I already know that I'm choosing this path intentionally and not by accident. Yeah. Wow, man, this, this is amazing. I, I just, I'm, I, I'm about to go find a squeegee so I can, you know, clean the, the, the brains behind Fonzie's that, <laughs> that's, a ter that's a terrible joke right there. Forget about the dad joke, Hashtag guys. Hashtag dad joke. But, yo, Josh, I mean, I, I'm finding a lot of, you know, connection here to conversations that we've had with very successful people. For example, Rich Schaefer, right, that we talked to him on, on Monday. Extremely successful marketer. And he was talking about step one for finding this success. He literally said, you need to understand what type of entrepreneur you are. Right? 100%. And you're talking about it right now. Like, understand who you are, not just on the sense of, do I like to hustle or do I like to have free time? No, like deep. You need to go deep to your roots where you find yourself like Josh, maybe crying in front of the mirror, right? Accepting your reality. And it takes, I'm, I'm gonna, I haven't done it myself, right? To that extent, but I'm gonna assume that it takes time, hard work, right? And the, the fact of accepting these things that you might not be happy with in yourself is gonna be, extremely difficult right it's a challenging and, and most road. people aren't willing to do it though and mm -hmm. that and here's the crazy part most people aren't actually willing to do what it it is required for success and i'll never forget when i hired my a mindset coach katie okay uh, she's 60 grand a year five grand a month hmm. right i paid her i think over 100 grand now right uh and we were on the call she tells me the price I'm like, I got to think about it. Like, let me process this for a second. <laughs> Hang up the phone, call Catherine. I'm like, Catherine, is this a good idea? She's like, yeah, just go do it. She's amazing, right? Just go. I talked to Leah and Leah's like, I mean, you need a coach, right? And I get back on there and I went, you know, I called Katie back and I said, Katie, I said, I'm the hardest worker you ever meet. I said, I will hustle. I will do whatever it takes. I will work late hours. I will, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I'll never forget what she said to me. She goes, Josh, this is going to be the hardest work of your life, but it's not going to be that type of work. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I don't believe in hustle. I was like, wait a second, hold up. You just told me it was going to be the hardest work of my life. What do you mean it's not going to be hustle? She's like, no, this isn't hard work, hard physical work. This isn't hard work like late hours or late nights. This isn't hard work like studying nonstop and sleeping for two hours and going in. She's like, this is hard work because it requires insane amounts of honesty that most people are not willing to have. And I was like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> I have no clue what I was signing up for, right? Let's yeah. go. And like, she's like, hey, Like, this is a place of vulnerability. Like, you're allowed to cry, right? And like, me, all logical, like, <laughs> not emotionally. I'm like, Katie, I know I paid you a lot of money, but there's no way I'm going to cry in front of you. Like, 15 <laughs> minutes into the first call, I'm like bawling my eyes out, right? Like, yeah. the question she asked me. I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, when you get so certain about yourself, when yeah. you understand who you are, you understand what you're trying to build, you understand what you're trying to become, you can tune out the noise. And guys, like what's so crazy is I had this assumption as a kid, and maybe, I, I don't know if you guys had this too. I, you guys obviously have a, a very different background than I did if, mm -hmm. it, it, for those listening right now for you guys as well. But I had this assumption as a kid that like, I don't know, 
grown-ups had it figured out. And then when I grew up a little bit more, I was like, well, the world has it figured out, right? Politics and and capitalism and businesses, like they're they're organized, right? Yeah. Science is always accurate, right? The media wouldn't necessarily lie to you too, too much, right? Hey, well, even if the media lied, the, the, the mainstream public would understand to be able to make good, wise decisions, right? Hey, our doctors actually care about, like I had all these assumptions that like, yeah. hey, life was pretty much like what you saw was what you got, right? And you could make stuff out of that and you could go through and like, that was just that. And now that I have learned, like grown and learned and studied mindset and studied how the world works and studied these things, I'm like, okay, basically you have a better chance. I'm not even kidding you. I, I'm pretty sure I actually believe this. Like you have a better chance in life of doing exactly opposite of what everything in the mainstream media tells you to, in the whole mainstream world, in relationships, in money, in health. If, if you listen to and do exactly opposite of what the world tells you to do, you will be better off. Even if some of their advice is good. Why? Because like people don't know how to think. People don't know who they are. People are so fed by social media and by dopamine hits and by by mm -hmm. identity and by wanting validation and external validation from others and by co corporate greed and by media lies and by power hungry people and by your parents thinking they have good intentions for you but have no idea because they're struggling with their own crap, right? And yeah. so all of a sudden you start to realize if I'm looking externally for answers, I've got a really big problem on my hands. Right. Yeah. Because I have no idea what's true. Right. And I remember, I mean, I grew up in a relatively, I, I grew up in a very Christian household, actually. It was very, very like almost cult like Christian for a while. I mean, my parents are awesome. I love them. But like, like you know, at, at one point it was pretty, pretty religious. Intense. Right. Yeah. And I, I remember having a conversation with my parents one time when I was like, I don't know if I believe the Bible is true. And they're, you know, wow. what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay, but you have to come at it from my perspective here for a second. Yeah. There is a million possible different ways, probably more like a billion possible different ways about religion and money and health and advice and life advice. And I'm like, mm. why is the Bible true? Mm. I'm questioning the Bible just like I'm questioning, you know, Hinduism or Buddhism or yeah. Islam, you know, or Mormonism, or I'm questioning it all. And I have no clue what's true. Yeah. And I'm going to go figure out what I believe and I'm going to go figure out who I am and I'm going to start to understand myself. And then once I actually have a grip on myself and how I work and how I think and what affects me, then I can go back out and start asking the questions about what things are actually true in life. Because yeah. most of them are, right? And like, when you start there, it's ugly. Yeah, yeah. It's hard and it's not glamorous. Do you know why? Because posting about how you're dealing with your insecurity problems and you're trying to figure out your identity and who you are is super not sexy and is not going to get in much engagement as a half naked chick or as, you know, Lamborghinis or as, you know, the lifestyle of, I just made a million dollars or making whatever, yeah. right. It's just not, but like, also it's your foundation for absolutely everything that you do. Yeah. And let me tell you something in the past, I guess, 18 months now, but call it 12 months, even right. 12 to 18 months. I've made more money in actual profit, take home money yeah. than I've ever made before. I have more certainty, more confidence, more clarity than I've ever had before. I know exactly who I am and where I'm going. I have an amazing wife in an actual solid, incredible relationship with her. Yeah. I have balance. I live in my dream apartment. I drive my dream car. She drives her dream car. Like we have it, have it all. Yeah. And it all happened in 18 months, right? Something that like was so far out of reach in so many different areas all because I started focusing inward and all because I started realizing, hey, my mind is a tool to be mastered. Hey, by the way, 
Two people can enter the same room, have the same resources, see the exact same information, and one of them can come up with one answer and one of them can come up with something completely radically different simply by the way they interpret information and data, right? And yep. how they are using their mind to read things. And all of a sudden this became very interesting to me, right? And so once I started focusing on how do I master and learn that, yeah. everything in life changed. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. Did yeah. I, like, Can I get this question now? Uh, no, 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 not yet. I mean, my, my mind is totally blown, Josh. Let me, let me tell you, dude, and I can definitely, I already admired you, you know, when the first time we met, we talked and, you know, we're building this friendship, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but just getting inside of your mind and listening, put those thoughts and those uh, conclusions, right, that you've developed through all this experience is absolutely amazing, right? And something that I've noticed too is that, You've mentioned you got to get rid of that noise, right? And also you need to learn how to think, how to be curious, like ask why, right? And I've noticed that a lot of people are pretty much outsourcing their thinking, right? You just mentioned it in kind of like it with, with different words, but they just literally... <laughs> Not only do they outsource their thinking, they literally buy, they, they buy their thinking and their thoughts from somebody else. Absolutely. Crazy. Exactly. And they just sit there and then like consume, consume, consume and they don't question anything, right? Like, why is it this way? Can it be done not to mention, better? Not to mention the high price, you know, those people pay in the long run, right? Like, what does exactly. that mean? Absolutely. So yeah. to, to continue this, like, you're bringing just so many thoughts about so many books mm -hmm. that I've read that are like, I'm being able to connect the dots. For example, uh, one of them is called The Courage to be Disliked. I don't know if you've read that book. It I is. have not, but I know what it is, yeah. All right, well, uh, don't buy it. We'll send it to you. This is absolutely, dude, it's an absolutely amazing book. And when I was reading it, uh, it, it goes, it's kind of like a parable, right? It's just a story, a dialogue between a philosopher and a kid. And the philosopher literally tells the kid, and I'm, I'm butchering this to, to an extent, mm -hmm. but right. it is, you can literally make the decision to change and start changing right now. Like, a lot of people just get hold on to their traumas right in the past, but it's because they are making the decision to do that. Like you can literally change your life in a moment. So now in you're telling me in an actual moment. Yeah, exactly. And, and you're telling us, right. With your own example, you took action, right. With Katie, with your coach and got honest with yourself and decided to move forward from there not hold on to all these you know weaknesses maybe that you might have had and be like oh but i cannot do this because of x y and z no cool like that was done that is in the past i cannot change any of those i accepted i'm okay with that this is where i'm going now and i have a clear path of action so i i find yes. that just like mind-blowing and we actually had another guest dan jordan mm -hmm. he he said that too he's like dude like it literally just take one decision to make the change now the first step that you mentioned here was pretty much coming into awareness right like the oh, mind oh, oh. yeah sorry uh, go ahead no, yeah. no no well the mind the lens right which we we th see things and now that we are aware that we have that power that the mind is not who we are right we're aware of it now We get honest with ourselves. Well, you're, you're logically aware of it. You're logically you're not, aware of you, it. You haven't experienced it yet. But yeah, I get it. Now, yeah. exactly. Now, I start getting honest with myself, right? I start looking myself in the mirror and, you know, laying things down on paper. I'm like, okay, this is exactly who I am. Why people fall if it just takes one moment, right, to change and that decision? Why, what makes it so difficult for people 
to stick with that decision. Yep. yep. Because the, and the short answer to your question is, is because in order for you to be able to make a change in your life with one single decision, you have to earn the ability to make that decision and change your life with one single decision. And what I mean by that is I want you to think about something. Okay. Um, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Mm. Okay. Makes one throw touchdown pass. I don't know. I'm just going to make something up here. Touchdown pass Gronkowski touchdown wins the Super Bowl. One throw one decision that he made won the entire game. Okay. Did that did that throw win the game? I mean, I would say the years of work that he put into building up to that moment, so he yeah, was able the to throw make that won throw. The game. But how did he earn the right to be able to throw that make that throw? Mm. Okay? Yeah. So like when I make a decision about my life and change, I'm gonna have insanely higher results than you are if you try to make it or if somebody else listening is. And if I make a decision and my coach makes a decision, she is going to have insanely higher results than I get. Why? Because she's worked at it longer than I have, and I've worked at it longer than you have. Okay? And so while, yes, one single decision can change your life and will change your life, okay, you have to prep, and you have to learn, and you have to understand, and you have to figure out how to make a good decision. Yeah. And most people think that a decision is, I... I'm going to change my life. I've made a decision. <laughs> okay, no, no, that's not yeah. how that works. Okay. You have logically or verbally stated a decision, but a decision is your whole life. Yeah. When there's a verse in the Bible that talks about, and by the way, for clarification, I do actually believe in the Bible. I actually believe the Bible is true. And there is a long process to me getting there, right? Yeah. But at one point I questioned it, but there's a, a, a verse in the Bible. Uh, that talks about uh, ask, asking, right? Ask and ye shall receive. We've all probably heard the verse. Even if you're not a Christian, you probably heard that verse. Ask and, you know, ask and it shall be given unto you. Ask and you shall receive, right? And uh, there's also another verse in the Bible, though, that I think is very fascinating. It's in the book of James that says, you have not because you ask not. Mm. Or because when you ask, you ask amiss, meaning you ask wrongly that you may consume it upon your lusts, okay? And what I've learned from the Bible as well as many other books that I've read is that when you ask, what we're not saying is use your words to ask. That is a percentage of an ask. That is a part of an ask. An ask means you ask with your life. You mm -hmm. ask with your actions. If you were to go and say, hey, I want to be a millionaire. I can say the words, God, make me a millionaire, or I would like to be a millionaire, or I could go up to Jeff Bezos and ask him for a million dollars, or I can go up to Russell, whatever, right? And ask that person for a million dollars. Is that going to make me a millionaire? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, but hey, I asked. No, you spoke with your words. But yeah. if you decide and you make a decision, an actual decision with your life that yeah. says, I will be a millionaire, okay? Guess what's gonna happen? If you're asking with your life, now you're gonna set a goal, you're gonna set a target, you're gonna go get educated, you're gonna figure out how to produce money, how to save money, how to invest money. You're gonna know how to manage money better. You're gonna figure out the tools and the skills, you're gonna put in the work, you're gonna get the connections, and you're gonna do absolutely everything that is in your possible will when your entire life, you're gonna wake up earlier, you're gonna shift your life, you're gonna move, you're gonna trade in your car, you're gonna do whatever it takes to go get that million dollars. Yeah. Then will you become a millionaire? Absolutely. Yes, because you asked with your life. You said, hey, I've done the work. I've done the research. I've done the, the, the actual putting together the products and the solutions. That is asking. Yeah. 
That's asking with your life. And that is making a decision, a actual life altering decision. There's a quote by Warren Buffett that says, if I make, uh, who, who is it? Was it Bill Gates? I think it was Bill, is it Bill Gates or Warren Buffett? I might have this order reversed. But one of them was like, if I, I don't know, I think it was Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett. Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. says, if I make three good decisions a day, three good decisions in the whole entire day, that is an incredibly productive day. Awesome. For Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett says, if I make three good decisions a year, a year, if I make three good decisions a year, I've had a productive year. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. Hold up. I thought making a decision was I decided to pick up this water or I decided that I'm going to be a millionaire. No, a decision is deciding something and being so certain in the decision in the area of where you're going and then aligning your entire life behind it. You do not need to make a lot of good decisions. You just need to make a few really good ones. Yeah. And then the rest of everything else is going to fall into place, right? Absolutely. And so why people have such a hard time, <coughs> excuse me, why people have such a hard time with making decisions or following through on decisions is because they're writing down a goal on a piece of paper. There's no emotional attachment to that. There's no actual, I'm going to ask with my life. When I say, Hey, I'm going to go be super controversial. I made a decision. I'm going to give you an example. Then I'll pass it back to you here. I made a, a decision. I want to see what it is like to have a political show and be wildly controversial. <laughs> I made that decision. Did I go and live that decision out? Yeah, 100% I did. I literally went and took my entire podcast and I (laughs) flew Trump flags off the back of my Jeep in the balcony and I went and got on other people's podcasts and told the wrong. I called out by, like I went all in. I shifted my life. I shifted my newsfeed. I shifted what I consumed. I shifted how I thought. I shifted everything about my life. And guess what? I got that result and I learned about what it was doing. I made that decision. And then I came to a point where I'm like, okay, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish out of this. I decided, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I learned from it. I learned a tremendous amount about how this works, how to use controversy in marketing, all these different things. Cool. New decision. We're pivoting. And then we pivoted. And now if you go on Think Different Theory, is it a wildly controversial podcast still? Yeah. But is it super political and just a big thing about Trump and the election or whatever? No. Because why? Because we pivoted and we've made a change, right? That's what I'm talking about when we make a decision. And so many people think, oh my gosh, I've got to make so many different decisions. No, you got to take action. Yeah, but you've got to decide like three or four core things. Yeah. But in order to be able to do that, I first must understand who I am right now. Because if I don't understand who I am right now, I have no idea what's going to hold me back from going and accomplishing my goal, right? If I have no clue who I am and how I'm influenced and, and who I'm trying to impress and what's how I make decisions and the influences that are around me, and then I go, yeah. well, guess what? I'm going to go make a million dollars. <laughs> and then I go try to make a million dollars not realizing that I have a, a lifetime of stories that tell me that millionaires are evil. And I have my parents that are <laughs> telling me that 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 making a you know million dollars quickly is unethical. And I have people around me saying that if you make a million dollars, people are going to look at you and criticize you and say, well, you did it fake right or you didn't actually earn that if i have all those subconscious stories going in my mind guess what it's gonna be really really dang hard for me to go make a million bucks yeah Yeah. why because i have no idea what i'm fighting against yeah and i'm only fighting against myself i'm not fighting against anything extra yeah absolutely judge this is so powerful and i appreciate you you know being so open about this and you know that i i We've seen it. We we've witnessed that 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 growth, right? Like even when we we met you on uh, we had you on the show about a year ago, 
even this period, like we witnessed from the sidelines and we're like, wow, they, like it's incredible, right? And and the inner work that that takes. And I have a question for like, okay, um, how to start there. But I, I feel so powerful about the stories that we tell ourselves. I remember like a very specific moment in my life where uh, we had like the business was a thing like legally, but it was not like our full-time thing. And uh, I was working on a fitness studio. I was managing this fitness studio. And uh, at the time I had, I had this idea of a brand called Mass Life, right? How to live positively, you know, that I've always believed on the, on the positive mindset kind of thing. And we can go on a rabbit hole on that, on that side of things, right? But we're, you know, documenting cool things. And we're doing these events in, in Jacksonville on different things. And this person comes in and she's, she's a, uh, at the time, she was a, a corporate coach, right? I had no idea what a corporate coach meant or mindset coach or whatever. I had no idea. And we get talking after her class. And she's like, what do you do, man? Like, you, you, you're here at 5 a.m. You're you're so excited all the time. You're all, always smiling, different things, right? And we get talking. And I'm like, hey, here, this is one of our dreams, right? We want to we wanna publish. And this happened about three years before the show was even a thing, Josh. Like, it, this was a long time ago, right? We want to publish. We want to do these things. Like, why don't you do it, right? What mm-hmm. are you doing it right now? I'm like, well, kind of. But well, why don't you like dive in, right? I'm like, and then we she started asking me all these questions. And the story I got to was I am so afraid of sharing my current lifestyle because I'm in the United States, the the, the country of opportunity and freedom, right? I, I'm in a job that I love and adore, meeting incredible people, having this incredible experience, you know, having a car that in the past I, it would be in, impossible in my own country, right? And am I so afraid to share these stories? Because in my head, what I'm thinking is the people back home are going to see that and are going to hate me for it because they don't have the same opportunity. And she looked at me and she was like, what if you do that and you become their inspiration, their motivation to take action and go there? That question completely shifted my mindset and and shaped what was, you know, evolving to be now business and now to be continuous profit. And that was like... Little, I can pinpoint that moment and be like, oh, what a powerful question, right? And it's the same thing. And when it comes to doubt, that's a lot of, that's a place where I go often where it's like, what if is the opposite? What if we're actually helping people? What if we like doing this? And we've seen it. Like people reach out like, thank you. Like they, they go out and, and the negative doesn't happen. Like we don't, we don't see it. Like it's, it's not there for us. And you know, we, we're not even like 1% controversial like you, right? When you did this experiment, not even like we can even imagine, right? We're not, we're not there. We, it's not a decision that we've made, right? But at a level, we saw it and we made that decision to do it. And when it comes to businesses publishing or putting their message out there, you know, this is a conversation that it's, uh, it's been there. Do you actually believe in what you do as a business or who you are as a person? And normally the answer is potentially no, because they're not comfortable sharing those thoughts. Uh, Josh, I think you muted the, there's, hi, sorry. I, I was muted there. Um, right. Exactly. They don't believe it. They think they do, but they lie to themselves. And this is why radical honesty is what it all is going to come back to radical honesty with yourself. Okay. I, I have a very, very strong belief, uh, and a, a very sense of knowing that, um, you know, the, the real battle in this world is, is an energy battle. It's a spiritual battle, right? Whether or not you want to believe whether you believe in the Bible or not, like I think we all can agree that there is certainly higher powers of some sort, right? And there's a battle mm-hmm. going on there. But I believe that, uh, especially if you study quantum physics and how the world is made up, right? That the world is all energy. And I think intention, I know this, intention matters, right? Intention matters in a great, 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 great deal, right? 
And um, when you when you start to to think about, hey, like going back to your Venezuela story, right? Mm. Listen, if your intention was to brag and to show everybody back in your home country how great and amazing and awesome you were and how you were the one and to show them you're better than them and everything like that, guess what? You're going to get a lot of haters. Right? You're going to get a lot of negativity that comes with that. But when your intention is genuine, when your intention is pure, and when you actually believe that what it is that you're doing and saying and, and, and believing actually serves someone and actually is contributing to what you believe to be the greater good or you know whatever you believe your purpose is, then everything changes. And yeah. there's one thing that I've learned, and this is a very, very difficult thing to learn. I don't, I don't think that there's one simple story or one thing that I can say that's going to convince anybody of this. But like, if you look around the world today, hopefully it's pretty evident is that like, you, it's impossible to please everybody, right? Like you're always going to have people that are upset at you just because they see the world differently than you do, right? Yeah. They have a totally different experience. And so someone that is, you know, so used to, you know, maybe it's a different culture or a different religion or, you know, somewhere else where like, you know, being on camera or, or being vocal about your beliefs, or whatever, maybe that's a bad thing, right? They're going to be mad at you simply because they think that that's wrong in their religion or belief. Cool. That yeah. doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. You just have a hater, right? Like, and that's fine and like, whatever, but like, you're going to attract the tribe of people that you were meant to call if you actually believe in what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And this is why like, guys, like, I don't know if I've, I don't think I've ever shared this before on a podcast, right? But like, when I started Think Different Theory, I had a super clear purpose. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. I wanted to become uh, learn how to become successful in all areas of life, right? Like that was my goal. And then my brother died mm. and that wrecked my freaking life. Mm. And I sold my business and I traveled around the world and I was like, I have no idea what I wanna do. I have no idea what my purpose is. I have no idea what my calling is right now, right? I don't even know what I believe. I don't even know if God's real, man. Like I gotta go figure this stuff out. And so I went and I studied and I learned that. And then when I came back, the last year, year and a half, I've been testing a bunch of different things. But you know what I've been trying? been trying to figure out what it is that think different theory is really all about because let me tell you something it's not just about how to build a business yeah it's not just about how to be wildly more confident it's not just about how to sit there and work on your mind all day there's a deeper purpose there's a sense yeah. of call there's a calling right and i was like how do i communicate that where am i going what am i doing and so why part of the reason i shut down all my courses and started going off on these things and, and testing all these different things is because i'm like hey I'm not quite sure what my calling is quite yet. I know what I'm good at. I know I'm really good at marketing. I know I'm really, really good at creating content. I know I know how to build marketing, you know, this and that. You know, I've got these massive clients, you know, six multi six figure contracts, right? That I'm dealing with. Okay, cool. But with Think Different Theory, I was coming through and I was trying to figure out what's the message? What's the idea? What's my calling? Like, what does this encapsulate? Right. And I think so many people, they get so stuck and they're like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, me neither did I. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And neither did anybody else out there. But then mm. you keep going and you keep trying and you're honest with yourself about that. Because here's the thing. I actually firmly believe that every single person has that still small voice in the back of their mind. Right. And oftentimes it's drowned out. And oftentimes we, you know, we watch Netflix or we do social media or we go to events and we get pumped up and we, <coughs> excuse me, want to go try and do other things. But when we're very, very silent and when we're very still and when we're very present in the moment, we all have that voice, right? Mm -hmm. You've got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? And while that voice not be might not be very clear, that voice will always give you nuggets. And so for me, when I was trying to figure out Think Different Theory, I was like, I don't know what Think Different Theory is. But as I listened to the still, still small voice, I was like, but I know what it's not. Mm -hmm. So I started writing those things down. And then once I had a baseline, I was like, oh, well, I know it's this, 
So I'd write that down. I know it's this. And then I'd write that down. Oh, the voice continues to tell me this thing about, oh, okay, I'll write that down. And then all of a sudden I've got seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, 30 topics. And I'm like, okay, there's something here because these things keep coming up in that still small voice. And all of a sudden, as I start to focus on those, that uh, voice gets a little bit louder and a little bit more clear. And all of a sudden I start to tune out things a little bit more and a little bit more. And then it becomes more and more clear. And it's this constant evolutionary process of taking action yeah. and creating belief and taking action, creating belief, taking action, creating, it's this, this cycle, right? And the more clear you get on that, all of a sudden, the more certain you become. And then one day you wake up and you have the thing and you're like, okay, this is it. Like, this is what I believe. I told you before the show, I've been working on some big stuff. Yep. Give me three months, right? And we're going to be everywhere, Ooh, right? It's going to be awesome. Why? Because for the last 18 months, I've been doing what it is I just told you. Starting with being radically honest with myself after, and for those of you that don't know my backstory, okay, uh, my brother dies in a helicopter crash. I sell my company to a bit uh, to an investor. I had a business partner and I sold my half of the company. I get in a plane. I travel around the world with my girlfriend, now wife, but at the time girlfriend, we have a four month trip plan. I'm trying to figure out the death of my brother and what I believe and what my purpose is in life. Two and a half months into the trip, my girlfriend gets an intestinal eating parasite. Mm. We have to cut the trip a month or two months short. We fly home and I find myself, by the way, the tickets were like 10,000 bucks for, you know, yeah. first class flights day before around the world. Kind of expensive, right? Yeah. We had $20,000 worth of prepaid stuff that we had to cancel with no refunds. And I find myself sitting in my girlfriend's mom's basement at Christmas wow. with no place to live, living out of suitcases and going, what the frick am I going to do with my life right now? Mm. That was 20 months ago. That was 20 months ago, guys. Wow. Okay. That yeah. was less than two years ago. That was like a year and a half, just over a year and a half ago in December. And I sat there and I went, okay, I know I have skills. I know I have talent. I know I know how to make money. Why am I not rich? Why don't I have a successful business? Why don't people love me yet? Right? I don't know how, why, right? Yeah. And so I thought I needed a million dollar funnel and I thought I needed better Facebook ads and I thought I needed a better marketing strategy and I thought I needed a better podcast or I thought I, thought I needed all those things. And then I hired a coach and the whole world changed. My whole life changed, why? Because for the last 18 months, all I've done is work on this and on this. I've worked on myself. I've worked on my inner workings. And you know what? At the very, very beginning, as I'm crying my eyes out, I've got my original journal over there and I'm writing down and journaling out all this stuff. You know what I was doing to be honest with myself? I don't know what I want in life. Yeah. I know that I want it to be this direction, but I don't know what that looks like. I am an entrepreneur, but I don't know what I'm building yet. I know I want to serve people. I know that, you know, impact means more than money. I know that money is important. And I just it was so honest with myself of what I knew to be true and what I knew to be not true. And I, like, I was there and that took a couple of months. And then from there it was like, okay, now I can at least stand to look at myself in the mirror without crying. I know my, where I am a little bit more starting to have a little bit momentum in my life. People are starting to listen to me a little bit more because I'm becoming a little bit more confident in my message. And it was little by little by little. And it was podcasts and testing and feedback and testing and feedback and listening and going out and being still and going out and being still and going on walks. I hated going on walks. I hated being still. I hated shutting everything off. It was the worst thing in the world. Like I'm ADD, right? I don't know what I am. I'm ADHD, ADD, whatever, right? <laughs> One of those. Like I want to go all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So like going into the mountains and going on a hike without a cell phone or going on, you know, a social media fast for the entire month of February right or going like turning like that was hard mm. it was really hard 
But it was in those moments where I found clarity. It was in those moments where I found peace. It was in those moments where I found confidence. It was in those moments when I found certainty, right? And in those moments, I would take that and I would come back into the busyness of life and I would start to build and start to build and start to build and start to build. And that gave me confidence to go be more controversial. I mean, I don't think there was anybody in the, at least in the ClickFunnels world space, that was more controversial and more hated on during the election cycle than Josh Forty. Okay, like or, or loved on, or loved on both, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got criticized from some pretty high level influencers yeah. with some pro- pretty profanity laced messages, yeah. right? Like, often, but like people are like, how does that not bother you? I'm like, because I don't need their approval. Yeah, like, don't you understand? And people are like. But doesn't it, what if somebody else, I'm like, I don't care. Do you know why? Because I know exactly what I believe. I know exactly what I'm trying to do. I know exactly what my mm-hmm. intention is. And my intention is not to piss anybody off. I'm not trying to make people mad at me. Yeah. I'm trying to stand up for what I believe in and figure this out. I'm on this path and on this mission. And so many people are looking, hey, what does Russell Brunson say? Or what does Steve Larson say? Or what does Gary Vaynerchuk say? Or Grant Cardone say? Or Donald Trump say? Or Joe Rogan say? Or Taylor Swift say? Or what is? Whoever I'm looking up to think about my life, they don't know. They don't shouldn't have any say over your life. Yeah. And I think one of the the, the important things here that I, I wanted to t- touch on earlier is I used to have this deep belief that there was a very clear black and white of right and wrong. Mm. That like there's a right way to use my iPhone. There's a right way to use a podcast and there's a wrong way to do it. And it's one or the other and that's it. It's not how the life works. Life is this infinite possibility thing. It's like a life is like a massive box of Legos. Like imagine having infinite Legos. You could build anything you wanted. That's life. You have unlimited resources. You have unlimited opportunity. You have unlimited options. So how do you navigate absolute? You know, and by the way, when you have unlimited everything, you know what unlimited everything makes? Chaos. Hmm. Think about that. Yeah. If you had unlimited resources all stacked up in a pile, what is it? It's chaotic. Yeah. Creation comes and success comes when you can go into the chaos and create clarity. Hmm. Right? And when you can do that, now you can take all those resources and build something absolutely amazing. There is no right and wrong, but you absolutely have to have that goal of where you're going. The way Russell Brunson uses funnels is different than the way I use funnels. We yeah. both use funnels. Yeah. The way that Russell uses content is different than the way I use content. We both use content. Yeah. Right? And so when you start to go and go, okay. I'm not trying to build a, a software platform with a landing with a landing page builder and trying to build a movement around 10xing your business. That's not my goal. Yeah. My goal is something very different than that. But I can use the same resources. Yeah. But if I only focus on the resources, if I only focus on what Russell's telling me to do, guess what I'm going to end up with? A big messy pile of nothing. Why? Because I have no goal. I have no target. I have no clear direction of where I'm yeah. going. And you cannot have that clear direction until you first know who you are and where you want to go. Absolutely. And I know that was like, wow, lots of information. That was amazing. Yeah. Now you can clean the wall. Now I can clean the wall? Okay. Let me me go get this squeegee. I'll be back. (laughs) Josh, man, dude. um, I I, I love this. I've I've actually been reading a book that was recommended by uh, George Bryant. I don't know if you're familiar with him. We we love George. He's, He's been on the podcast a few times. He recommended The Little Book of Clarity. I don't know if you've read it, but he... I think you would love it, honestly. It, it, it goes into what you're talking about that. And this is actually something that you mentioned at the very beginning of the episode too, right? You have the answers inside of you, right? You and he has a simple equa- equation that is like clarity equals thoughts minus contamination, right? And contamination is all that noise. And you've said it plenty of times right now. Like 
remove that noise. And I kind of got to a, a thought here today that I was like, noise, yes, obviously we gotta watch what we are consuming, but noise not necessarily is what we're consuming. Or you don't tune out noise necessarily by consuming less, but by understanding yourself and allowing your space to actually let those thoughts rise right that clarity of where you that that voice that you're talking about to listen so absolutely i you know obviously today's conversation has been incredible around the mindset things so why don't we leave people that are the, the listener right now with an action point so they can start to be radically honest with themselves and they can make that one decision not just by asking with words but by asking with their life, right? By asking with their actions and they can start move, moving their life forward. So what would be that one action point that you want to leave them, let them with? Go to thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. <laughs> and But I mean, that, that is a really, really helpful tool that I, that I did write. Um, I think the most powerful question, and, and this is something that I really want you to think guys start to think about is the action point is to answer the question of who am I? Okay. And so often we ask ourselves subconsciously the question of what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to act? That's not the question. The question is who am I? Yeah. And what does Josh Forty do? What does insert your name here do? And so when it comes to a funnel, when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to whatever that is that you're doing, you must first answer the question of who am I in this right now? Who am I being? Who am I choosing to be? Who am I choosing to show up as? Who do I, who do I know I need to be right now in this moment? And don't listen to your idol. Don't listen to that book that you thought. Don't listen, like be still and ask yourself that question. And when you can get super, super clear on that, the level of confidence and knowing that you will develop by being able to answer that question is more powerful than I think of anything that you could possibly ask or, you know, or do, yeah. because when you know the answer to who am I, you already got the answer, right? You just got to get your mind out of the way and let your, who you actually are, tell you what it is that you need to be doing. So I, I would say that's the most powerful question. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Uh, by the way, yes, we're going to put all your links right below. Before that, last question. Where will you be if you do not publish? Oh, broke on the side of the road. <laughs> like, I'm so serious. Guy, like, I don't, I literally don't understand how anybody has a business with, online today without publishing. It makes no sense to me, right? And, like, even if you're running bait ads or whatever, like, when you start, publishing is for you. It's not for anybody else. It's mm. for you to find your voice and to get comfortable. And then as you grow... It's for your immediate customers. It's for your immediate people, right? To refine your message even further, to, to educate them. And as you really, really scale, it's for everybody to come in to go back and look at your journey. It's to create belief. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you get one view or a million, you freaking, you publish. You have to publish. You, you are literally an irrelevant person if you don't publish. Like if I go on social media and I'm like, hey, who is this person? I don't care what your accomplishments are. If you do not have a podcast or a YouTube channel or an Instagram account or a show that gives me some form of credibility that you know what you're doing, not subscriber count. I'm talking about actual content. I want to yeah. see what you are actually producing. 
you're irrelevant to me. I won't even listen to you. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're worth 10 million bucks, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Resonate so much. I mean, in fact, we've seen so many behind the scenes entrepreneurs that have been crushing for years and they're tackling publishing now because they see that. Like, it's like you are irrelevant if you are not consistently publishing out there. So, uh, making literally 10 times less money than you is more relevant than you if he's publishing and you're not or she. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gosh. It has been incredible. Where can people find you? Where can people find the Mindset Playbook? Where can they go? Yeah, thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook for the playbook. Really recommend it. We've had probably, I don't know, three, 4,000 people download it. It's 100% for free. And as of right now, like it's literally free. There's no upsells. I don't have anything. It's just like, go download it. It's like 70 pages long. It's some of my best work ever. I spent months writing it. Uh, it's really, really good. Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash uh, listen is for the podcast. And uh, that's where you can listen on your favorite platform. Uh, we come out with episodes almost every Monday and Thursday. It's been a little bit rough the last few weeks. I just, you know, I got married and we got a big launch yes. or something like that. But we're back on the thing there. So thinkdifferenttheory.com slash listen for that. And then Instagram at Josh40. If you want to get in touch with me, that's where you get in touch with me. If you email me, I might reply in six months. <laughs> Absolutely. Josh, thank you so much, man. Just so you know, those are o- doors are open at the Content is Profit family right here for you to come back. Uh, you know, we're going to have the regular Josh segment in here. Um, dude, Heck thank yeah. you so much. It's always, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we head out, Josh? No, just know yourself. Ask yourself who you are. Know where you're going. And also follow Think Different Theory because we're basically taking over the world and have all the answers to everything yes. you could ever want in life. Go, guys. It's incredible. Absolutely. Uh, All right. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Content Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite social media channel at BeastBrosCo. That is right. And if Josh helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys.